There we go. Welcome back. Welcome back to Going For Two Live. It's the week one B-League shows, pick em show, show. I am your guy, Dan, at the B-League says here for Going For Two Live. I am so happy to be back with you for season two of the B-League's Pick'em's show, show. So here we go. If, if this is your first time joining me here, and I, I'm glad you have. Thank you for tuning in uh, to everyone. Today's show is all about our sponsor, Underdog, promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks on your initial deposit. To go over some props for the week, for week one of the NFL season, I couldn't be happy to do it last year. We had so much fun, so much success. Uh, it was it was just a, a hell of a time going over that. And I couldn't be happy to be back for week one uh, this year. Before I do, quick shout out to Jeff, Gladys, Kyle, and the Doc. Much love to you guys. Thank you very much for your off-season support. You guys are fantastic. Uh, Big, big shout out to you guys. Uh, also, please, if you haven't yet, come over to our Discord because, you know, X or Twitter, if you will, is a fucking cesspool and no one wants any part of that anymore. So come over to Discord. Thank you very much. We have one of the better growing Discords going about. So it's a bunch of fun. Get in all these different channels over there for you and you can find out whatever you need, whether it's start, sit stuff, uh, whether it's trade advice, whether it is prop betting like today we can get over there have a discussion and get amongst them which is what we're here for right the fantasy football community is a very fun and strong one and it's one to get amongst as well uh oh there we go gladys how you going i am back somewhat yes the man the myth the led i am back in uh control in uh queens we are back in queens and nowhere else at the moment thank god uh but i couldn't be happy to be back week one it's Feels like this offseason went a little bit longer than what others have. It kind of dragged out a bit. It's kind of kind of what maybe that's just me, but you know, a whole bunch of best balls been going on. Shout out for those in the Scott Fishbowl. I'm representing the Snickers division. I'm not in the Snickers division. It doesn't matter. It's a pretty dope shirt. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, for those who have joined me again for the first time today, what I do is I go over the higher or lower. Well, I can't actually say, but I can't say over and under. Thank you, underdog, for your strict vernacular drink for every time i screw that one up very good but effectively i go over the game totals for the week uh, any news that may affect it and i go over what the props would be for a game that week i don't go over every game's props that'd be lunacy this is only a 20 30 minute show max i am not here forever i'm just here to give you a couple of props that i like per week based on whatever reason i feel like freaking giving you that's what i'm here for that's what i'm gonna do bypass that explicit wall very good dan very good yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm back. Thank you, Gladys. Uh, but yeah, so a couple of the games, you look at week one, obviously there's been some injury concerns over the past couple of days. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, seems like he's cleared. Travis Kelsey, maybe, maybe not so much. Uh, but there have been a few games that have been like up and out at the moment. For whatever reason, it doesn't matter. It's week one. We have all the reasons in the world doesn't really matter. But here we are. We're looking at a few that are out there that have caught my eye. Obviously, Thursday night, Kansas, uh, Detroit at Kansas over under of 53 and a half. That'll tinker a little bit lower, obviously, as the Mark, uh, Travis Kelsey uh, news starts to fall through. You know, I can imagine that'll lose maybe four or five points as it would. Kansas at home is still pretty, pretty potent. They'll be fine. Uh, Tampa at Minnesota. I thought this was quite interesting for 45 and a half. Tampa's players... We're all fit and raring to go outside of that. Uh, was it Jensen? I think got injured. He's out for the for the season on the IR. But obviously, Tampa. There's a lot of myth about them because 
Baker Mayfield, Kenny Okani. Look, he had a couple of decent games for the Rams. He's serviceable enough with guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Okay, that's fine, but he wasn't that serviceable with Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, and those were two at the time in their prime peak wide receivers that he couldn't really do a whole bunch with. He still had Nick Chubb, then he's got Rashad White. Now, I'm not sure that it'll matter too much, but hey, if he can get them to 20, this one's going over, which he should be on the road. Minnesota are pretty, pretty giving. Uh, since he had Cleveland, I thought this was an interesting one. Obviously, at Cleveland, I, I feel like we say this every year, Cleveland's defense got better, but like, does it? They're still 6-11 and 11 most of the time, but here we are. I'm sorry, Jamie, if you're here. I'm not taking shots at Cleveland week one. I'm just saying every year they seem to tell us that their defense is getting better, and yet they don't. Uh, but that's at 47.5 at the moment. Washington, I found this one interesting. Washington being only minus seven at home versus Arizona with an over-under of 39. I, we don't know who their quarterback is. Is it Josh Dobbs or Clayton Toon? I still don't really know. And I, I don't think I'd trust them even if they told me. that. They could be like a switch after the first quarter, depending on how that one's tracking. So for Washington only to be minus seven with that low of an oh, like oh, 39, like, Yes, like I get it. This one's going over, uh, going under 39. I am very well prepared to sink my teeth into that. But like minus seven, jeez. Like, like I don't even know how Arizona scores points in this one. Like that's, that's wild. But either way, the game that I kind of went with for this week's props, I, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Ravens being minus 10 with an over-under of 44 at home to Houston. Now, we're going to take the low road here because the Ravens being that heavy a favorite at home against the rookie quake, uh, against the rookie quarterback and oh Josh Dobbs. Thank you, Gladys. Well, shit, like guys spent no time with him this past past off season and he started week one against the team with a decent defense. Very good. By the way, Washington's DFS uh, DSTs, I think 2,800. Go nuts. They'll be chalk, so cash only, but whatever. Anyway, you know, minus 10 at home against the rookie quarterback, like this is really made for the Ravens to eat them up. And I understand like D'Amico Ryans is there and he's got to bring a whole new ethos. Obviously he's come from San Fran and he's got that homeboy, like I'm a Texans guy through and through in him. He's got that about him. I I feel like, you know, he's got to try and toughen that defense up. Like we talk about Dan Campbell last year with Detroit. I don't think it matters because this is a well-oiled machine in like in the Ravens like this is them like they're they're a dark horse for the Super Bowl I don't know why we aren't talking about them more but it's it's one of those things like defensive minded coach rookie wide a rookie quarterback you know a bunch of who the fuck are your wide receivers I don't know who they are uh that's who we're looking at and you know this game you know for 44 to go over like I'm okay like I'm sure it could but the Ravens could well put up 38 of these. Like, the Ravens could just absolutely wipe them down on this. And I don't, I'm not that surprised if they do. So, so I'm very much against Houston on these props. And I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised to hear me say, first up off the back, pick one for the props on underdog.com, underdog.com, promo code RE1GF2, promo code GF2. Don't worry about that one. You're not listening to that one. Promo code GF2, 100% match deposit up to 100 bucks. CJ Stroud lower than 213 and a half passing yards for what it is. What's up, Jamie? I absolutely did not talk bad about Cleveland earlier. Hope you're well. Uh, look, let's 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 talk this for what it is. Two for 13, seven for 60, two for 16. That was his preseason. Oh, by the way, yeah, no, nah, you're gonna go to Baltimore week one. 
Yeah, you're definitely ready. Yeah, you went two for 16. You're ready for Baltimore week one. Yeah, okay, sure. No dramas. That's his preseason, and that's what he's got in front of him. Now you're going to Baltimore and NFL Super Bowl Dark Horse while not having an established core of receivers around him. Like, I don't even know if Robert Woods is playing. Maybe. Nico Collins? God, yeah, okay, sure. No worries. Like, he's like the next Kenny Galladay. I, I, you heard it here first. Nico Collins, next Kenny Galladay. The guy's a myth. It doesn't, he doesn't exist. He doesn't have an established call around him. And he, all of a sudden, he's going over 200 week one against Baltimore on the road. I mean, like, no. A bottom eight defense in passing to, to yards allowed to quarterbacks, you know, they're elite at what they do, even with a banged up team. But they're that banged up and they're still like bottom eight in allowing passing yards. Like, that's what they are. They're super tight at home. And I don't see them easing up here on a rookie like this. I, I just, I really don't see it coming. Pick number two, I think, is a favorite of mine. And I feel like he's a favorite of those amongst the going for two community. Uh, Damian Pierce, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's going higher than 66 and a half combined yards. Now, I understand Devin Singletary's there and he might play into this. If the game's going ahead, they might they might pull Pierce away a little bit. Look, call it garbage time, maybe. Maybe that could happen too, but call it chasing your tail. Call it what you will. Pierce is the Texans' best player at the moment. And I can see them leaning on him heavily and early to do so. Now, there's a good chance he could hit this quota, I feel, before maybe, maybe midway through the third period, they're going to have to lean on that run game and they're going to have to get creative with him to get anything out of the Ravens defense. They're going to have to do it. Um, so there's a good chance he could hit this quota earlier than you think. Uh, a year ago, the Ravens did allow the eighth most receptions to the running backs, although not a prolific receiver. He did have 39 total targets for the year. I think he went 39, 30 receptions, 39 targets, 30 receptions, give or take, if I remember correctly. So he does have that. It's something to build on. It is encouraging. It's not going to blow you away, but it's decent. I think they're going to have to get him involved. And I understand Singletary was all right at that at Buffalo, but like, you know, they can make anyone all right at that. So that's, I don't feel like that's a Singletary thing. I think that might've been a Buffalo thing, thing and that's what we're at. So don't need him to get better at that part of his game to be more successful. Pick number three, I think. Yeah, look at me go, Yeti. Yeah, I'm here, I'm going. I'm going. Going like them Vikings this year for the, uh, the NFC North. Get on them. Get around them. Uh, pick number three for the morning game uh, that I've picked of Baltimore at home to Houston. I am going to get on uh, J.K. Dobbins because I feel like this one is something to look at now. This is lunacy, like higher than half a rushing or receiving touchdown. So basically we're saying J.K. Dobbins to score yes or no. I'm going higher on that. I, I feel like that's an easy one. Look, for what it's worth, the Texans a year ago coughed up 22 rushing touchdowns and three in the air. So 25 touchdowns was the most uh, through 2022. And that's brutal. And I understand it was a lost season. And I understand D'Amico Ryans is in and they'll toughen up. But Rankins, Anderson, Perryman, they've added a little bit of steel to them. But they're not stopping this team. But again, it's a well-oiled machine. A run game like that with Jackson and Dobbins and Gus Edwards to a degree. And now they have passing weapons with them. It's kind of insane to think that they're going to stop them scoring on the ground. And I feel like Dobbins, you know, he's got a bit of a point to prove. I don't want to go the chip on the shoulder out, but I am. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Look, obviously, the, the drumbeat for him, obviously, wanting a new deal. And that's going to speak to him, I think. And he's going to want to get involved in that as much as possible. Yeah, it does mean football's here. If I'm turning up, I absolutely disappear as soon as the Super Bowl uh, is here and I disappear for. I, that's probably the best six months of my life not talking about football but here we are 
we get to talk about prop bets. Want to talk more prop bets? Come join me Monday night for the pregame show with Gladys and Kyle. We are covering, I believe, the Bills at the Jets, which should be a fun one because I get to hear Gladys talk about her love for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, either way. Yeah, so I just I don't see how Dobbins doesn't score on this game, at least one. I, I think he's pretty good for that. I find it's weird as well. Uh, also, something to keep note of, his numbers have come up uh, in the last day or two. He's popped up a couple of yards in that combined total. So I think he was at like, he was like somewhere around that Damien Pierce mark, 66 mark, and now he's up around 71 total. So he's starting to climb as well. The afternoon games are a little bit, bit more interesting. I feel like there should be a little bit more points in this one. Vegas and Denver was a bit of a push for me. That could be anything. Mind you, Russell Wilson, you goose. Uh, Russell Wilson, for those playing on underdog, he is at 2.30 and a half. And I, I implore people, everybody that I know, always cross-reference your props somewhere else because the value you can get somewhere could be quite telling. On other sites, Russell Wilson was going for like 2.13 and a half. Underdog, 230, 230.5. So there we go, Gladys. I got you. Kyle's still on his bender from uh, whatever the Canadian Football League game was going on this weekend. We haven't heard from him since. He was just on the Tim Hortons and he's put himself into a donut and coffee coma. He's gone. That's okay. What up, Jamie? Any idea when Ohio can start betting on the high? No. I have no idea, man. I I don't know about Ohio. What a weird state you live in, man. Weirdos. Ohio. Oh, hi-o. There you go. Uh, yeah, so you look at these afternoon games, they're pretty damn good. Like Miami at the Chargers, like that should be, in all fairness, that should be like the game of the week. Like that could be fun as all hell. Oh, they're going to give us that whole crappy tour versus Herbert thing. Oh, who you got? Like, I don't give a shit. Like they're both freaking awesome. Like just enjoy them for what they are. But an over under of 51 at the point. Hello, my friend Tequila. Uh, over and under of 51 at that point. I feel like that's, that could, that's going to smash, I think. Um, obviously, no Jalen Ramsey in the you know, Dolphins secondary was all right last year. Okay. Rams at Seattle could be anything. This one could be wild. You know, obviously, no Cooper Cup at this point. I think he hasn't been ruled out yet, but he probably should be. Seattle. Look, I mean, talk about teams that could shake things up. You had JSN and obviously Charbonnet and Adams is coming back to that secondary footy out of Torn Patella, I think. So Seattle could be a team that surprised a lot more. I mean, I know that was surprising last year, but this year it could be even even crazier. But, you know, 46 and a half, that one. Uh, the game I picked for this week, funnily enough, was Philly at New England. And I know that doesn't sound like the most appealing game because who knows what the hell is going on with New England at this point. There are, well, it's not Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling the shots. It's Bill O'Brien. So we have that to lean on. Devontae Parker, here's a, here's a fun one. Devontae Parker has played the Philadelphia Eagles once and he went for like 150 yards and two touchdowns. Make what you want of that. 150 yards and two touchdowns. Devontae Parker against the Eagles in only one game. If that's not the craziest... Actually, I'll give you a crazy... No, I'll get to that. I'll get to a Saquon stat soon. We're going to talk about Saquon in a little bit. But Devontae Parker popping for 145, 150 and two touchdowns has got to be the craziest thing in his only appearance against the Eagles. Either way, I found this game a little weird because when you think about it, Juju and Parker and Bourne or Thornton, if they can get the run game going, obviously, with like, Zeke's going to help. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Zeke, but like not a lot of people like LeGarrette Blunt. And that guy punched in, what, 22 touchdowns in a season. So, you know, they've got to be similar at this point between the two of them, I think. But either way, 
there's a lot to not like about the Patriots and in their division, I feel like they're like the Steelers a year ago. Now, I, I like the Steelers this year a lot, but like when you look at what what they had, maybe even Cleveland last year, like this is a team that could go eight wins and still miss out on the playoffs. I feel like that's the same with the Patriots this year. Maybe not the Steelers last year. Maybe. Although it kind of happened, I think. I don't remember that far back because everything in the last six months doesn't matter. Anyway, pick one. Mac Jones, lower than 223 and a half passing yards. Uh, I, I don't want to heap on the guy because of what happened last year. He had a rough season. Uh, let's not think about it. Obviously, Patricia and Jones, I just mentioned it. No receivers a note to lean on and what, some health issues as well. Fandom from his own team. You know, they were calling for his head to be replaced with Bailey's apps. Like, I couldn't get much worse than that. I absolutely think he's a massive rebound candidate this year. Like, I really do think he's not that bad or as bad as what people think. Matt Crowell, new QB, one in fantasy, stop it. <laughs> Gators on the special source down in the south at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Matt Corral. Uh, yeah, so anyway, look, obviously, like, that's what's going to happen. I, I think just not this week. I think he's going to rebound, but just not this week. Philly are going to be they're going to be damn near unstoppable this year, let's face it. Like, they don't get worse. They just get better. Um, so I feel like that's going to be happening again. This will be a Belichick type of game, I think, where he's just going to want, want to run the shit out of it. Like, we've seen those games where he's like, run it. Run it. Kill the clock. Run it. Wear him down. Run it. I feel like that's what's going to happen this game. It's going to be a very slow game. I can see that. And they're going to try and exploit Philly's fitness late in the game in week one. I don't think it'll matter. Jones, for what it is, he did average 214 yards per game last year. And another 10 seems feasible, but not against his team. Scarily enough, though, his home road splits were, you know, they were, they were worse. <laughs> so his, his road home splits for yards per game were worse. He was better on the road. He was about 195 yards per game at Foxborough. Uh, that's his total. I'll take the under Now, Jones's numbers have come up to about 229 and a half. So, People want to get on the higher mark, which is kind of, uh, I don't get it. I'm just going to keep hitting the over. I'm just going to keep keep hitting the unders on this one. I just, people are hitting the over. They've brought it up about six points. I wrote this out last night. So he's gone from 223 to 229. And that was this morning. So make it that what you will. People are going over on that. I just, you know, take the 229. Don't be a sucker like me at 213. Go under on 229 now. You get a six, another six yard buffer. So whatever, just a, even better reason to smash on that one. Here's another one which kind of sucks because I checked this one out because it uh it changed on me this morning. But hey, whatever. Devontae Smith, lower than five receptions. Now, to be fair, I think five is on the money. And I think it is on the money so much that yesterday's line dropped back down to 4.5. So they're saying five as well. Uh, so that's a push at this point. But it was, at four, it was at five last night. It's come down half a point. So I think people would go on the others than that. So... You know, if you feel like you can hit five, and again, I feel like five is the good line for him. And I agree with the better uh, the bet makers on this one, but no source or natural here. Yeah, okay, either way. Uh, but yeah, I feel like you know, be my guest to go over here at four point five if you think five is the number. I just don't think he's going more than five, which is where they had him at last night. Uh, look, he had a decent end to the season, uh, and just for what it's worth, you know, Smith, Devonta Smith, he's had like eleven games out of thirty-four regular season games was six or more receptions. So when the line was at five, we obviously were looking for six or six, the common number. So six more receptions in that regard. So one in every three games for his career, he went over five receptions, which is great, you know, especially into his, what, third year or give or take. And of those 11 games, four of them came from November on to close the season out. So he closed the year out well with some high reception games, and that's fantastic. But he's still up 
uh, one week down the next. So take him, look at his playoff run last year, six for 61, two for 36, seven for 100 in the Super Bowl. Like he's up and down as it is. And I feel like that comes down to Jalen Hurts' numbers as well, because I'm going to go over some of his rushing stats and you can see what that might have affected uh, Devonta Smith as it were. So I feel like, look, we could see him, you know, giving what they've got rookie uh, Christian Gonzalez, I think. He might give him some problems. And I can see where five or six can happen. But when it was set at five, I felt like the under would be it or would push. So I think it's a slower game, as I said. So for anyone to get like high receiving numbers, I'm, I'm not sure that it's there. And Hurts could have a simpler game going forward as well for this week. I, I just don't see how the Eagles lose. And I don't feel like they're going to get out of second gear week one as it would be. Uh, while it's 67 and a half is wild low to me. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the abdominal injury might be, be cause for concern. So if you're preying on people to go, hey, that's low. Oh, he's going to smash over in a game that could be high. Yeah, sure, I get it. There's also games where like Tyreek Hill goes off for like 160 and leaves everyone else for dead. So Waddle at 67.5 seems about right. 70 to 75 is probably as high as it go if they keep raising it up. Number three, the number three pick for my afternoon games, Philly at New England. I am going to run with Jalen Hurts higher than 47 and a half rushing yards. Overnight, that dropped to 44 and a half rushing yards, which makes me even happier because I'm, I'm thinking it's going over. I, I'm going to get that one on fair. How are you? I'm good. Love you too. Faristo and Just Cled. Oh, that's wonderful. On Twitch. Oh, we got Twitch people. I'm all for Twitch. I'm the Twitch king. Doesn't matter. Either way. Uh, so we're going to go over this anyway. So look, to be fair, the Patriots, they don't give too much up on the ground, to be honest. The quarterbacks average about 20 yards a game as a result. That was in 2022. So I'm not sure that has much to do with them as much as, as, as it does Hurts. Like, Hurts is an animal. Hurts' home road splits for what his career are, it, it is quite telling. So like with 10 or more on the road last year, like so 47. Like 47 is about right for him. So that seems to be where he's at. And that's at the link. So last season, those numbers seem to jump significantly with an average of 42 yards per game at home and 60 per game on the road. So he was averaging 60 yards per game on the ground, on the road. You know, that might not feel like this is as safe as it can get. I really do. Um, yeah, Hurts, if he's going to go higher on the ground, on the road, and we have a game where those numbers are starting to drop, you know, people th are taking the under here or the lower. Sorry, underdog. My bad. Can't say under. Can't do that. God forbid. I feel like this one's going to keep going lower and lower and you should be just hitting the higher and higher on it. Don't feel bad about that. Don't feel bad about going against the grain. So obviously there's two primetime games and this Monday night for the Monday night pregame show, it will be Buffalo at the New Jersey. I keep saying New Jersey Jets. It's that damn Jay. I can't do it. The New York Jets. The over-under of 46.5 at the moment. That'll swing either way. What exactly are you commentating again, brother? It's a whole bunch of stuff, my man. We're talking about props for the week one NFL fantasy season. That's what we're here for. Thank you for joining in, Just. I don't know if that's Kled or K-Led. Feel free to correct me as we go. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, yeah, so the Monday night game, we're looking at... Obviously, at that, so I stayed away. We're going to look at Dallas at New York Giants. Over under, again, 46 and a half, which is fantastic uh, numbers there. It's kind of weird. So, 
only a few props with this one here going about. Obviously, the three that we're going to run, we're going to go with Dak Prescott. I'm going higher than 241.5 passing. I'm not normally the one. I think you guys know already. Yeah, right. Came over the hang with the Twitch homies. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeti's over here too? Wow. Let's go. Yeah, so obviously, like, I, I think you guys already know, and you, you would have seen enough from me last year to know that I'm not the biggest advocate of going higher on a lot of props. I feel like, as people, we want people to do better, so we assume they can do better, but, you know, it never, never tends to normally happen how we want it to. But I feel like this is one of those games where Dak is primed for, like, he just seems to turn it on against the Giants. It's always week one. He always tends to, I, your resident Giants fan, ends up watching us get absolutely slapped by the Cowboys. Uh, looks like the Giants are going to rock out a dual rookie cornerback partnership of uh, Banks and Hawkins. Banks is fantastic. He had a decent offseason as well. Uh, Hawkins could be erratic, but he looks okay. And that's fine as long as Adoree Jackson's not your, your cornerback one. Because that seems to be what they were doing. Uh, I'll get to you in a minute, JB. I'll, po I'll pop up there in a sec, mate. Uh, but yeah, that's cool for the club development. But it's not ideal against like, a quarterback looking to bounce back with a revitalized Michael Gallup. You recruit my, uh, Brandon Cooks. And with the elite CD Lamb. I just feel like... When the Cowboys were at their best, they had that trio of receivers. Obviously, they had Cooper there as well, and they kind of got away from what they made them fantastic a year ago. They just they didn't look like their normal selves, and yet they still won like 12 games, which is kind of wild. So it is what it is. When they're healthy, Prescott fires his best, and that's what he has right now. So the Giants did some last-minute shopping. They added Boogie Basham and Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons, for those who remember uh, the wonderful podcast, uh, the Backroad Giants podcast would remember a certain podcast host losing his mind at Daniel Jones being picked number six and not Isaiah Simmons. Here we are with both of them. Fantastic. But I can see some teething problems early on the horizon for the Giants. Only twice has Prescott failed to meet this quota of over 241 and a half on the road at the Giants playing at MetLife. So I think he hit 260 somewhat quite comfortably this week. I think the Giants will give, him up, give it up quite easily. And look, the Giants will be competitive. They had a good year last year. You're rolling with two rookie cornerbacks. That's that's problematic against this Cowboys team. Pick number two is going to go against what everybody wants to happen. I'm going Tony Pollard lower than 70 and a half rushing yards. Look, I'm going to be very clear about this. Of late, Pollard has kind of hammered the Giants, and that's cool on the ground. He's hammered them with an average of about 56 yards per game. Doesn't seem like much, but considering he was always like the 1B or Zeke side piece, for a second running back to hit like, 56 on average, it's A, pretty good for him and bad for them. It says a lot, doesn't it? Uh, Pollard has all uh, had all but one of his uh, last four games versus the Giants, going over 70 rushing yards as well. So in terms of form versus opponent, he's right there on the money. Uh, the problem is, is that his first outing after his leg ankle break, I can't remember what it was. I feel like it was an ankle, broken ankle. I haven't seen any, anything, if at all, much of him this offseason. So we're assuming this guy is going to come out healthy and pick up where he left off. You know how I feel. We spent enough time with the doc on Monday night to know that players don't always come back from injuries as well as they, they do when they're prior to, prior to it happening. So I'm a little concerned about that. Uh, so the use that he's going to get as the top guy now could be different to what we expected from where he was before with Zeke. I think we'll get a bit of Rico Dowdle mixed in, maybe some uh, Deuce Fawn on third and long. I also think his number dropped closer this weekend. So just keep an eye on his numbers when it hits the weekend. I feel like it's going to drop. I... I well, I mean, you know what the casual punters are like as well. They're going to come and go, okay, Tony Pollard, oh, he had a great year and I drafted him in my first round and my second round on my redraft. He's going over. His number, I don't think, is not going to be the same. Pick number three, it's going to be Saquon Barkley. Now, 
Saquon, I've got some things to say about this guy. So let's just get on with it. Saquon Barkley, lower than 66 and a half rushing yards. So for what it's worth, Saquon has never beaten the Cowboys. Ever. Since becoming a giant, he has never been in a team that has beaten Dallas before. Isn't that wild? Uh, in fact, the only time the Giants have won since Saquon has been in a giant, Saquon was on IR. So he wasn't even there for their only win in like the past five or six years. Wild when you think about that. So we've got that going for us. Dallas did allow the most, uh, the 10th most yards against running backs in 2022. And Barkley has got something to prove with that. Obviously, that contract holdout earlier. He's going to want to go out and go off. Uh, but I can see him probably making more moves in the receiving game uh, than anywhere else on the ground. He has had some, sex in his, uh, some success in his past against the Cowboys uh, through the air. And I've got feeling that people would jump on the overs here. So watch this number to uh, fluctuate. Uh, today, he's receiving a touchdown props did drop. Uh, 19 and a half receiving yards is something to gauge as the week goes on. I feel like he can do that quite comfortably against Dallas. Uh, and if that's the case, you can probably come away from that uh, rushing yards even more. All right. So we got through those bets. So what are we looking at? The three bets that I feel best about, my three favorite picks for the week. I do like Jalen Hurts higher than 44 and a half rushing yards. I feel like that's something we can get on quite comfortably. I do like Damian Pierce higher than 66 and a half combined yards and Pollard lower than 70 and a half rushing yards. I feel like that's a little high at the moment uh, to go over. I'm just going to get to Jamie here in the chat. What are your thoughts on my parlay? And why can't I read that right now? My eyesight is shot. What are your thoughts on my parlay? Dolphins over 14 and a half points. Dolphins over half a touchdown. Chargers over 17 and a half points. Yeah, I mean, if that game's going over anyway, those two should probably pick up quite well. It seems like a fair. Chargers over one and a half touchdowns. Yeah, under under 61. Yeah, I mean, I think they were given at 51 anyway. So even if they were out at 54, 57, you're still good. 28, what are we talking about? 28, 24 game, give or take. Pays 115, so W money. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Restream bot. Yeti's on every like freaking platform. Did you make a season long entry? I did. I love it. I don't even understand what that means. I'm all over the place. Restream. Yeti, are you the restream bot? I knew it. I don't even know what that means, Yeti. That's all good. But look, 30 minutes. I've done it again. I'm on the money. Uh oh, I've frozen. No, I'm good. I'm on the money with 30 minutes again, and it's fantastic. As always, you can tune in tonight with Jeff and Ryan. we got our Wednesday night show, The Armchair Show. It's been a staple for going for two, for what, five, six years now. It's fantastic. Tune in tonight. Obviously, starts and sits over the weekend with a few cats there. Thursday night show is fantastic, as always. That's been going for a few years, too, uh, which is all right. Uh, as always, you can catch up with me on Monday night with Gladys and Kyle and sometimes a doc. For the Monday night pregame show, we are covering the Bills at the Jets. One more time for those in the in the rafters. We're going to go over these props again. Game number one, I was looking at Houston at Baltimore. CJ Stroud lower than 213.5 passing yards. We got Damian Pierce higher than 66.5 combined yards. J.K. Dobbins higher than half a receiving rushing touchdown. Book it. 
Afternoon game I looked at was Philly at New England. Mac Jones lower than 223.5 passing yards. That's come up. I'm still going lower. Uh, against the Eagles at home. We're going to Vonta Smith lower than five reception, but that's now a push. It's come down to four and a half. If you think you can go for five, hit the overs. Go nuts. Uh, as well, Jalen Hurts higher than 47 and a half, which is now down to 44 and a half rushing yards. I'm still going higher with that one too. He splits tell us he is more effective on the road rushing than he is at home. Game number three, we're going Dallas at New York. Dak Prescott higher than 241 and a half passing yards. Tony Pollard lower than 70 and a half rushing yards. Saquon Barkley lower than 66 and a half rushing yards as well. My favorite three were Hertz higher than 44 and a half rushing, Pierce higher than 66 and a half combined, and Pollard lower than 70 and a half rushing yards. That was so much fun. I've been missing you guys for the past six months. I had a ball. Wow. We got through that 32 minutes with no music. None. Could have could have done that with some music. No, we just we just came in raw, Jeff. That's what happened. We did that. But again, as always, hit us up on our YouTube. Obviously, you can join over on Twitch as well. Obviously, fighters are going for two. Obviously, with our Discord too, going for the Discord's been going on for a while now, a couple of years. It's been going strong. Find everything you need there, and you get basic daily daily shows from us as well, which is cool too. Subscribe on your podcast platform, all that sort of stuff. You can find me on X, I guess. I don't even like it there now. I'm like, that's terrifying for you. I don't even need for you. That can piss off. But either way, I'm over there at the B League says. You can find me there. As always, thank you for coming in and jumping in the comments and having some fun with me again on a Wednesday afternoon. 19 more weeks to go. Either way, <laughs> looking forward to that off season too. Thank you very much for tuning in. Cheers. Bye for now.